And I am Nubby, the Amazing Turtle. And I am Pac-Man, the PX Meister, the Podcast Papa, the Dutch Baby Champion. And yet he can't fucking get internet to work, get his fucking video to work, sound properly on a podcast. But yeah, Podcast Papa. Yeah. Papa, Dutch Baby Champion. Yeah. Didn't Max finish first, though? Max did finish it first. It was a tie. It was a tie. We were legit on the last little bit of that, and we put it in our mouths at around the same time, which sounds really weird out of context. I'm glad you caught that. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I was, I kind of knew that was, uh, I knew that wasn't going to come out right, but I was just like, screw it, I. Uh, and the Dutch baby champion, so I will, uh, I'll take my victories where I can get it, especially with my computer being a butthole today. A butthole. Complete. Yeah. Congrats. Buttholes. Dutch babies in the mouth. Yeah. That's gonna be kind of the night. Well, congrats. (laughs) Congrats to you, Pac-Man, for eating a fucking pancake. Yeah, four out of five of us finished that, and one out of five of us was Travis Key. So, uh, I guess the uh, Seabread finishes. Seabread finishes. Yeah. Well, good for you guys. Finishes. At the end of the day, still don't give a shit. You finish <laughs> yours yet? Huh? Finish yours yet? Yeah, I guess so. Good for you, man. I'm not gonna fucking save it. It's fucking pancakes. Damn right it is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we got a few things to cover today. You guys Dreamwave all weekend long. You said what, Northland? Yeah. There's just some shows coming up this week. I am so fucking tired though. <clears throat> How's Bells? Okay. Fucking, I don't know how I can be bored on my own fucking show, but here I am. <laughs> I'm gonna spice it up for you. Don't you worry. Are you? Why? What are you I doing? cannot. Maybe I'll juggle. Excellent. Um, there is one thing I do want to. I guess it's more of an opinion thing, not really a uh, an article or anything. Because I do want to talk a little bit about something that I was thinking about today. It's more of an opinion thing than anything. Uh, before we dive into anything, I just want to remind everyone that this episode is brought to you by CarterComics.com. It's a one-stop shop for all your comic needs, whether it be graded or raw. Carter Comics has got them all. All you do is go to CarterComics.com, check out their amazing store, fill your card up with all the products you wish to purchase, and then at checkout, use the discount code FREAKNET, F-R-E-A-K-N-E-T. You'll save 10% on your entire order. It is a discount code. 
not a promo code. Why is that, Nubby? Because promos suck and don't last long. That's right. Discount codes can be used every single time you make a purchase. Not just at their website, but there are four different eBay accounts that they have, and you can find links to all those at their homepage at CarterComics.com. Just scroll to the bottom, and you'll see it right there. CarterComics.com, one-stop shop for all your comic needs. Go get them. Um, I haven't looked up numbers. I haven't looked up uh, sales and shit, but apparently Wimbledon for AEW is doing pretty well. Yeah, I expected that. Yeah. Uh, I was thinking, I was curious, I want your guys' opinion, even Pac-Man's apparently. Um, oh, cool. Yeah, right? Right. I, I was thinking that uh, because there was um, uh Data E was, uh, what, what was that fucking pay-per-view that they were in uh, the UK for? Clash of the Castle? Yeah. Was that, was that what it was? Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, and I know, like, fucking Cena came out and made that big fucking thing about getting a WrestleMania out there and shit like that, and I was thinking to myself, oh, that, like... that was Money in the Bank. Oh, no, Money in the Bank, Money in thanks. the Bank. Thanks, say Pac-Man, you fuck up. Hey, hey, my Wi-Fi is out, I'm just going to go Um, so he comes out and talks about, like, a WrestleMania out there in the UK and shit like that, and you'd think it'd probably be, like, something like a Wimbledon, like, they'd, you know, find a... Area that's big enough. With the success of AEW and everything, is there a fear for WWE to try to put a show there? Because you know, if they don't sell as many tickets, they're gonna fucking hear about it. So we talked about this before, and I don't think it'll be a make them or break them kind of thing. Because, like I said, in America, the fans are a lot different. Well, I'm not talking. I'm not talking about making or breaking. I'm talking about. WWE being afraid that they won't sell as many tickets and wouldn't seem like a superior show. No, I I mean, probably wrong choice of words, but I don't think they'll fear because either way, like, if, like I said before, when they went to Puerto Rico, when they had money in the bank, there was no issue. There's not even an issue in the States. Despite what AEW fans say, they're the ones with the issue. Because I've talked about it before, there's nobody on Harkham's side at most of the shows compared to WWE. And I've been to a bunch of shows at, where Harkham has a lot of people. So I don't think WWE is going to have the fear. If anything, it may just push them a little harder. But there's going to be no issue because, again, you go overseas to any country, no matter where you go, fans are different. They're yeah. going to sell out AEW. They're going to sell out WWE no matter what. Even if a number is a few thousand different, high or low, it's not going to matter. I don't think WWE is going to have any type of fear. They're, I don't think they're that worried about it. Pac-Man? So... I mean, whenever they go to England, um, you know, it's always clear there's always that demand for wrestling, regardless of the company. Um, It's just such a hot market. You know, whoever is running there, I mean, even, like, what's, what's impressive is with AEW, they didn't even announce who was going to be on the card. 
And as someone who was at the original All In that was at the Sears Center, where they didn't announce anybody, um, sold out in 30 minutes. I mean, that's still pretty impressive to sell out. A, I mean, that's the difference between a 10,000-seater at Sears Center and a, I, I don't know how big Wembley is. Um, but, like, it's impressive. But, like, even, too, like, how hot that crowd was at Money in the Bank when they ran the show in, in Wales last year. That was the one that was Clash at the Castle. Um, Europe always is going to have that demand for professional wrestling. It's always, like, historically, yeah. anytime, like, those European tours. I mean, they always, um, they always do good business. Yep. So I think it's more a matter of not so much is WWE going to fear it, it's just how long can the European market for professional wrestling keep that path that it's been for years. Yeah, I just um, <clears throat> um, it's just it's just in my mind. I just think like that he's gonna look at it like because like, Wembley I think has a max capacity of about eighty thousand or some shit like that. Something like that, yeah. And I think AEW is somewhere around seventy already. I don't get the whole like you know like we sold this many tickets without even announcing a single match. I mean, isn't that what fucking every WrestleMania is? Pretty much, yeah. Isn't every pay-per-view, like, they start selling fucking tickets before they, you know, book a match card? You know, I don't, I don't, I don't understand the glamour in saying that part of it. You know, it's, um, fucking DWA sells fucking shows and they don't, they don't have a match card. Right. You know, that's, I don't get the glamour in saying that. It's just weird to me that, you know, like, it's just, like, from, like, if I was to look at the way that he was, it's like, okay, so, if we do WrestleMania out here, and we only sell 50,000, you know, some keyboard warrior somewhere is going to say, see, he told you, AEW's bigger than WWE. So. Yeah, it, that's the way they are, and it's always going to be like that, and that's fine. But there's just gonna be dumbasses that think they know shit like Meltzer and no. Don't don't be a dumbass. Enjoy wrestling. Don't worry about the competition. You like what you like, fine, but comparing these numbers is just dumb. Because I don't believe half of them anyway. True. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I was just yeah, I was just curious like what your guys' thoughts were on it and everything because it just seems like that could be a fucking dirty thing. It's like, oh, well, we can't do fucking Wembley now because we're not gonna get that many fucking tickets. Uh, when is when is uh that pay per view? Uh, end of the month. It's the week before. I think it's the twenty sixth or the twenty seventh. Okay, it'll probably be a Sunday because. <laughs> They do the Sunday pay-per-views. SummerSlam happened. Uh, me and Pac-Man tied. Oh, yeah. Uh, any any uh, opinions or anything on that match show? Maybe give me your, give me your favorite match. Give me your, uh, your least favorite match. They're all my favorites because I didn't watch it yet. Pac-Man, how about you? I watched it with the LIM the whole show and nothing. Don't care, show. bro. To give me the fucking best match and worst match. So this isn't your time to fucking you know promote your bullshit. I'll give I you watched, that. 
I don't care what. Uh, no. Just answer the fucking question. Alright, best match. This is, this is I your would. Guy. This is your guy. This is. Yeah, I am your guy, Nubby. Thank you, Nubby. Yeah. What, what, what did I say? That I called him fucking Nubby at breakfast, did I? Yeah, you did. <laughs> you did. <laughs> Priest's partner was so that's 
four. Uh, I'm trying to remember the fifth one. I think he had a singles match with the Miz. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he did have a singles yeah. match with Miz. Yeah, so it was five, yeah. So I mean, that, that match was solid. Oh, oh yeah, Seth like Rollins. That. Seth Rollins, too. Oh, yeah, that did one. Face, did he face Rollins? Yeah. He did face Rollins. Where did he face fucking Rollins? Uh, at, last, um, uh, summer, no, WrestleMania. No. Last year's SummerSlam? I believe it was uh, Saudi Arabia. Whatever show that was. No, that was Roman. Oh, that was Roman. That was Roman? See, Logan Paul's not that important. I can't remember anything. Welcome. <laughs> uh, WrestleMania. Oh, yeah, honestly, let's see here. Uh, yeah, it was WrestleMania. I'm starting to remember now. It wasn't that much of an important match, but it ended up being something. Logan went over on Ricochet. Damian Priest won the Money in the Bank logo was in. Seth Rollins over Logan Paul, WrestleMania. Uh, Logan Paul's also in the Royal Rumble. Yeah, doing that stupid spot with Ricochet. <clears throat> yep. Lost to Roman at Crown Jewel. Beat The Miz at SummerSlam last year. And won tag team match against Dominic and Rey Mysterio at WrestleMania uh, last year. So, yeah, he's only at the big ones. So, I, I'm sure he'll be back at fucking uh, Survivor Series. Mm-hmm. Maybe they'll do a team of fucking uh, influencers or some shit. Put together, put together a Logan Paul uh, Survivor Series team. Jake Paul, that one prime bottle that came to the ring with him at WrestleMania 39. Uh, no, I mean like a legit one, like a legit Survivor Series. Like, like if they put together, like, like middle like back in like you know like the late 80s, early 90s, they had like those certain teams they put together just because their gimmicks kind of coincided with each other. Mm-hmm. Something like that, but for Logan Paul. Like, you'd have to put, like, Grayson Waller and The Miz in there, right? Yeah. I wouldn't yeah. put The Well, well the Miz I is, guess you'd have to. Yeah. You'd have to put Miz in there. Kind of have to. I mean, because there's not that many, I think, of those kind of gimmicks that blend together. But when you look at The Miz and, like, what, the fucking real world bullshit? Mm. And, yeah. uh, mm. you know, the, the, the TV shows. So you got to do Waller and The Miz. But who would the other two be? Uh, hmm. Dirty Dom? Who? No. Dirty? No, we don't do Dirty Dom. No, God. Don't put that dude on a fucking card. <laughs> <sighs> God, no. no. Well, who else has a, like, a cocky, arrogant, I guess, like, you know, vintage Dolph Ziggler, but that's not around anymore. Yeah. Uh, I don't fucking know. Hmm. Come back. Maybe we'll do that during Survivor Series season. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll book some Survivor Series teams. Uh, well, let's let's get into fucking uh, some uh, match results and shit. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, so I think I'll do Northland first. Pac-Man sure. could then go to Dreamwave Night 1. Sure. Sound good, Mr. Pac-Man? 
That sounds good with me, Mr. Yeah, good, 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 good. Yeah, you're getting interrupted by him now, too. <laughs> that was double what I was saying, though. All right, so Northland had a show this past Saturday up in Woodstock. Um, it was revealed there is a new general manager in Northland Pro Wrestling, and his name is Chris Miller. I don't get why. I don't understand it. What is Northland trying to do? It's bad enough you got Nate, who is or was the owner, running around like a madman with a, a all heel wrestling. Uh, what is the hell is going on here? Chris Miller? Really? It's going to be Miller time all the time. Great. So, I mean, he did one thing. Last week, uh, it was announced that he banned the trademark from the building. Whether or not I, he showed up there, I don't know after the fact, but I was not given that information. Um, so, the CEF defeated Poncho and Connor to retain the tag team titles. Lizard Man defeated FXB. What keep going. Hell? No, you're fine. Keep going. Right, you got me distracted right no, now. Keep going. Yeah. You're fine. Okay. Um, li- lizard man. Oh yeah. See, you got me fucked up. You made me go back. Yeah, that <laughs> uh, that's not uh, that's, Ru- that's Ziley, by the way. Okay. Fucking dude. Right. I don't, side note. I I know you're doing the fucking results, so we're done talking about non-independent wrestling. But Ziley has got to be one of the most fucking underutilized, like. Wrestlers that they are fucking up on not using. Like, she is so fucking good. And the fact that she's not, like, up there with all their fucking other wrestlers and shit, like, consistent basis is a joke. That's why I still strongly, if I ever, if I ever, or any one of us, if any one of us ever get an opportunity to fucking be in, like, a press conference for the WWE, I don't give a shit what question you have. The question you need to ask is, when will there be a women's only fucking show? Because they really fucking need it with all the talent that they have there. They had one before. I'm asking that. I'm going to ask that to Brock Lesnar. There you go. Oh, they never had that. They had a pay-per-view. Yeah, they they did it fucking once. And that's what's... I love when they did it, because I thought that was going to be an annual thing for October, which I think would be the best fucking time to do it. Because uh, I think it's I think October's Breast Cancer Awareness Month. I'm pretty sure it is. Used to be coma and all that. Yeah, yeah. I actually I actually would love to find a way to work with a booker to have an all women's independent wrestling show in October as like a fundraiser for breast cancer awareness. I think that'd be pretty fucking cool. And like you could almost make a DWA like style where like I mean yeah it's DWA but it's like different companies coming together and shit. Because mm-hmm. I think other companies like, if I went up to a company and said hey listen you want to be part of this group where we're collectively getting some companies together to put some shows on like no I don't want to work with another company like yeah but it's for breast cancer Are you gonna be a dick and say no. No. Guilt. I nope. wouldn't say no. 
Yeah. But God, there's so much fucking female talent that's that's being underutilized in WWE. And the problem is they can't go to fucking AEW because they have too much fucking female talent that they can't that they refuse to utilize on a consistent fucking basis. It's a joke. You know? That's why I'm glad is there's still like uh is it Wild Women of Wrestling or something like that? Whatever uh yeah. the the latest place that fucking uh Tessa Blanchard got kicked out of. She's getting kicked out again? I think she got kicked out again, yeah. She's fucking nutty. But, yeah, no, fucking, I love Xylee. I think she's incredible and she needs more fucking uh, TV time. Anyways, sorry, man, go ahead. Uh, Rafael uh, Quintero defeated Adam Stallion. Jax Johnson defeated Hans Carden of the Alpha Zeta Zeta. Fuck those guys. Yeah. Yeah, see, we, we could have more video yeah. for them to watch, but Pac-Man didn't fucking uh, turn his video on, so. I'm dealing with some things, boys, okay? Yeah. Give a shit. Oh, they'll, 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 they'll be the ones that will listen on YouTube, because that's their place to go, you know. All their idiots. Yeah. Uh, Lily Pescadita defeated Gonzo. Mario Pardua defeated... Lee Metallic and Cody James in a triple threat match. And then Eric Schultz retained the Northland Pro Championship against Jay Cross. Well, I guess we can say good job, Chris Miller, on this card. Idiot. <laughs> Bad attitude, but dude knows his fucking business, man. Yeah. I saw a recent video of him, and he... You know, you would think GMs would be in a suit. No, he was in his normal, you know, career killer, Chris Miller gear. I'm like, well, what kind of professionalism is that? I would never wear a suit. No. I'm a general. I'm a general manager, and I never wear a suit. No, because that's not, not that's not who I am. Why would I dress? I mean, if I, why would I dress in a way that I'm not that that isn't normal? That makes sense. I'd rather be fucking comfortable. Plus, it's not about me. It's about the talent that I book. Steve can wear a suit all he wants. That's fine. That's Steve. You know, that he he's made that moniker for himself. Chuck Anderson can wear a suit. That's fine. He made that moniker for himself. He's job. Shut up. But I'm not gonna. Yeah. yeah like if I like if I was if if I was told that you know if I was told by you know Terry. Hey Travis, uh, you're gonna have to run the show on Saturday because I'm not gonna be there. Just make sure you dress nice. I just get fucking cleaner jeans on. But, you know, I'm not. I'm not gonna wear. I don't wear. Fucking first off, I don't wear ties. I, I see myself from now until the day I die never wearing a tie again. Just won't do it. Hate fucking ties. Um, don't like suit jackets. I don't see myself ever wearing a suit jacket ever again in my fucking life. Um, jeans, button-up shirts, that's about it. But, no, I don't, I don't do suits. Fair enough. Yeah. I mean, but still, it's Chris Miller. You sure. think he'd clean up a little bit, but I guess not. He's still going to be scuzzy. But, I, I, realistically, I think as long as he showered this month, I think that's cleaning up for Chris Miller. True. All right. Uh... Pac-Man, you're up. It's Dreamwave night one. The first night of Dreamwave, the double shot. 
So we had to start the show. Seduce and Destroy, the team of Bucky Collins and Aaron Xavier versus The Hype. Uh, 12-gauge and Hunter Holdcraft. Honor Holdcraft. Xavier got powder in his eyes from his manager, taking him out of the match. The Hype went after a stomp into a German suplex on Bucky Collins, and they went into night two as the number one contenders. Next match was Hartenbauer versus Bounty Hunter Brian Keith, which Hartenbauer won with a spear. PC versus uh, Vic Capri and Bombshell Shelly Benson. Uh, Bombshell Shelly pinned Damian DeShane to win. Next, we had Connor Hopkins versus Mike Bennett, uh, which was a really, really good match. Uh, Mike Bennett defeated Connor Hopkins. Uh, after the match, they shook hands, but Hopkins beat him down and brings up a chair from the crowd to try to pilmanize uh, Mike Bennett's leg. And Hartenbauer ran Hopkins off. Uh, they had next the team of Bobby Orlando, Luigi Primo, and Colt Cabana versus Dan the Dad, Warhorse, and Florida Man. Florida Man was pinned by Bobby Orlando. The goat came into play. A plush goat came into play. And at one point, everybody did the Eddie spot with the chair where they banged the chair and uh, took a bump, waiting for the refs to see it. But the refs didn't see all six men do this at all. Next, we had Alex Shelley versus uh, Jay Fowler, originally who replaced Nick Aldis. Uh... Alex Shelley defeated Jay Fowler. For the six-woman scramble to determine one part of the number one contenders uh, for the women's championship, uh, Val Capone was the special guest ring announcer. Uh, the competitors were Maki Ito from AEW, Zeta Steele, Shazam McKenzie, Becca, Brittany Brooks, and Kaya McKenna. And Zeta won the scramble. So one uh, is going to go on to fight for the number one contendership in October. Next we had for the alternative championship, uh, Vikingo, Aquino de Vikingo versus Gringo Loco. Uh, Vikingo defeated Gringo Loco to become the new alternative champion. And the match did receive a standing ovation. Super competitive. After the match, Gringo gets the mic to have the crowd cheer uh, Vikingo, but told them the story wasn't over. And to reminded him that he did beat him twice in AAA and promised to come back for a rematch. Wasted Youth retained the Tag Team Championships against Aramis and Flamira. And lastly, we had the main event of Matt Cardona versus Old Evil Christian Rose. Cardona, before the match, started to run down the city of LaSalle. Um, there was a rough bump that took place, uh, which brought in uh, Seth Lander to try to hit Christian Rose with the Internet Championship, but accidentally hit uh, Cardona, which then led TDC to come out to take out the Lander. Uh, but in the end, Cardona taps to the Boston Crab, and Christian Rose retained the Dreamwave Championship. And that was night one. 
Nice. Sounds like a solid show. It was. So how was night two, Nubby? You know what? Night two, I think it was just as spectacular. Maybe a little bit more. So, night two, we had the hype becoming the new tag team champions over Wasted Youth. That match was very high-flying. Over 20 minutes of stuff. Then, uh, Connor Hopkins uh, defeated Hartenbauer. Now, would you find it hard to believe that there were shenanigans in this match? No. Shenanigans? I would never... So, Brooks Berna of the Coyotes um, did something in front of the ref, which, to me, was just a diversion to distract the referee, which, by the way, as the ref saw it, he threw Brooks Berna out, but it didn't matter because Damien Justine gave Connor Hopkins a weapon to use and... By the time Brooks Burner was going to leave, the match was over because uh, Connor Hopkins got the win behind the referee's back. Oh, those Coyotes, man. They're nuts. Yeah, I saw that. Those damn Coyotes. Stupid. It's like a different, you know, galaxy, if you will, down in LaSalle. Oh, yeah. I mean, they don't do that stuff at Rocket Pro. Yeah, I was just saying, is that a fucking Rocket, Rocket Pro reference? Yeah. Um, after the match, uh, Hartenbauer actually um, got caught, got his bearings back and speared Brooks Burner. So he got a little ret- retribution. Then, Ultimo Dragon. Defeated Matt Cross. The Outrunners and Bobby Orlando defeated the Zeke Zishi's Enterprises, which consisted of Bucky Collins, Aaron Xavier, and Jake Fowler. Um, Jake Fowler seemed like he was in a bad mood the entire match, and he was getting mad at his own team. After the match, they were all fighting, you know, not fighting, fighting, but they argued, and Jay Fowler ended up uh, leaving, left them behind. Um, special side note, you mentioned the GOAT during night one. Mm-hmm, I did. Um, the GOAT ended up being in that match, too. But it was Bucky oh, and Aaron who uh, did their um, double team on the GOAT. What the heck? It, it was the knee to the head and then into a German deal. But it didn't matter because the Outrunners and Bobby Orlando got the win. That was actually a fun match to watch. And let's see. Uh, Brian Keith defeated Masha Slamovich. Uh, Jordan Oliver defeated Victor Anestra. And then this match... Wasn't even scheduled, according to Dreamwave. It just it just came up that night. Even the commentators didn't even know that match was scheduled. 
Imagine that, commentators not knowing something. Well, you know, we could, we could talk, we could talk about that. No. I would love, I would love to talk about that. We don't need to. We're going to. No, we're going to. No, we're fucking going to. Because I realized that I was accused of burying somebody twice last week. And we'll talk about both. Twice. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. We'll talk about both of them. Perfect. Mm -hmm. Anyways, go ahead. Alright, let me just look at this real quick. Oh. Okay, you were... Never mind. What? Um, No, I saw the message. I didn't realize what you were talking to. Who you were talking to. What message? On Messenger. Oh, from Pac-Man? Can you hear me okay? Yeah. That was 40 minutes ago. It just showed up now. (laughs) It was funny. When I came in, you were like, yes, Pat, we do hear you. God. (laughs) You did. God, this fucking crush this show. We're crushing this fucking episode. Or maybe I just didn't see it and saw another message on Messenger. I thought you answered it. No. You did answer me. I was sworn you did. I was sworn I came through like, yeah, back then. Yeah, I did that, but that was earlier. I saw yeah. Moving along. It's whatever. You saw it again 40 minutes later? No, I didn't see that yours. I saw his on the... On here, I saw his message. That's when I answered it, but I just saw yours on Messenger. Mine on Messenger? Yeah. I didn't message anything on Messenger. Oh, fucko? Yeah. Oh, that was like an hour ago. It just showed up. Technology. Yeah, I love it. Hey, on the bright side, I'm not I'm not breaking up or freezing yet. This is why we need a producer. God damn it. <laughs> we, don't, we don't know what the fuck we're doing. Yeah. Um, after that match, uh, Mickey James. Mickey James came out, you know, dressed the crowd, looking good as always. Um, introduces Val Capone to be the ring announcer. No, you you watch um, okay. You watch this show on uh, the uh, IWT. IWT. Did she come out to Did she come out to Hardcore Country? I did not listen to the song. Oh, gotcha. It's there's there. Uh, the sound sounds weird at times. Okay, gotcha. I, I'm, uh, assuming, that, I'm assuming she had to have been. It's her own song, right? And I fucking love that I, song too. Besides, while I was watching, I was doing notes. You know, oh yeah, 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 yeah. You're trying to stay focused. Right. I, Un- I unlike unlike right now when you're staring at messages from an hour ago. Yeah, yeah. come on, Nubby. Yeah, come on, Nubby. And now, now I got Pac-Man yelling at me. Yeah, fucking Pac-Man. I, I'm not I should yelling. Just I should just oh, you know, you know, I please love. Don't if, go. Please don't if it, go. If it wasn't, if it wasn't for shit like this, you guys would be turtle and PX. But the fact that you're Nubby and Pac-Man just shows the power of fucking JFW. <laughs> All right, so... You got, you got Nubby Chance at IPW. You got you got LIM members calling Pac-Man Pac-Man on the LIM Pike, uh, podcast. Oh, God. Oh, man. It's like you're a, almost like an evil genius, but... In a way. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but I don't got a hot wife. Or a championship belt. And you didn't finish your Dutch baby. That's true. 
I'm actually proud. I'm not going to lie. I'm actually proud I didn't eat that whole fucking thing. Like, beyond fucking proud that I didn't. Because I'm trying to, I'm trying to become more thinner, less, less mm. weight abundance. So the fact that I ate to a point where I was like, you know, I don't need it anymore, I was proud of myself. I got to eat that for dinner later on. Because I was fucking going in there all, like, gung-ho on getting, like, a ham and cheese omelet, some coffee, but I was like, ah, I gotta get the fucking German pancake because I got it now. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe I mean, impress Can- Candace. With yep, that. yep. I trying was just to be, about trying to bring that up. Trying to be healthy. Candace, the waitress. Ooh, the hot waitress. Oh, you mean Nub? Are you, you mean Candace? <laughs> Did we want to say Nubby? <laughs> 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 Were you were you about to say fucking nubby man? I was. <sighs> Ow, I got a headache now. <laughs> All right, um, let's not let's not get off track here. Oh, trust me, bro. But we're off. We are we're so. Cartman, you you just destroyed all these friendships. Oh, we'll get to that. Anyways, okay, go ahead. So, uh, Mickey James introduced Val Capone, the official ring announcer for uh, the upcoming Scramble match. You know what I just realized, though? What? She did say she was going to listen to the uh, podcast. The so JFK now, this is, the, this is the first, yeah, the JFK podcast. So this is the first episode she hears, and she realizes, I don't remember her name, I just know her as the Hot Waitress. Oh, you mean Candace? See, there we yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. Way to, way to crackle through that one, fucko. Nailed it. What are you doing? Are you microwaving something? Don't comment. I want some tea. You microwaving tea? Well, I'm microwaving the water for the tea. <sighs> go ahead. So. Now, uh, upcoming scramble match, which uh, had um, Brittany Brooke. You, you just destroyed all these friendships. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, Brittany Brooks taking on Becca versus Kaya McKenna. Shelly, the Coyote Killer Benson. Um, Maggie Lee and Micaiah Oto. Now, uh, Brittany Brooks ended up winning. So it will be Brittany Brooks versus Zeta Steele in October to crown the first ever Dreamwave Women's Champion. Fucking A. Hell yeah. How long has Dreamwave been around? Collectively? Yeah. Um, over Way over 12 years, I think. Yeah, I believe they started. First women's 2000, champion? Yeah. First women's, dang. It was like 2008, 2009-ish that they started. Because I know that's right around Elite Pro shutting down and everyone went to Dreamwave. So. Gotcha. Almost, well, almost everyone. Gotcha. All right. Uh, the Kingo retains the alternative title against... Lamita, Alex Shelley, and Gringo Loco. Uh, Vic Capri 
wins the Battle Royal, which means he gets the number 30 spot for the Good as Gold Rumble in December. And then the main event. Christian Rose, the champion, defeated Hammerstone. Would you believe that there was no shenanigans in this match? Zero shenanigans, eh? I mean, maybe typical Christian Rose stuff through the match, but and ended pretty clean. Not, not bad for Christian Rose. He almost lost, but he was able to just get enough to beat Hammerstone. Uh, Coyotes came out to celebrate, but only to be interrupted by... J.C. Castilla, who announces that he is the, uh, what is it, the chief, chief of champions officer or something. He runs the championships, I guess, so he can make matches for the champions. And he officially made a title match for October. It will be Christian Rose defending his championship against the returning and Dream Wave original Jason Hades. Was that uh, Hades 19 or some bullshit? No, this is Jason Hades. He is not coming with as the Hades 19. This is Jason freaking Hades. The same guy that the same guy that kicked me in the nuts. Yeah, Hades nineteen. He wasn't Hades nineteen when he kicked me in the nuts. Uh, he's just Hades nineteen now. He's just Jason Hades now. I don't I don't care what you fuckers are doing anymore. The guy that uh was my friend kicked me in the nuts. Well, what did you do to get kicked in the nuts? I was on a flyer and he wasn't. Ah, uh, that's there's a problem. There were times where I was on the flyer twice. There's what, Turtle and Primetime Pimp? No, Turtle and Mike Brennan. Uh, the re- the like referee. Mike <laughs> fucking Brennan. Fuck that guy. But yeah, that was uh, Dreamwave uh, Night 2. Uh, their next show is in October, and as of today, they are sold out already. Tickets are sold out. Oh, good for them. Yeah, I so mean, they also uh, released their uh, 2024 uh, calendar already, too. Yep. I mean, I don't think it has anything to do with the fact that Bret Hart and Medusa are on it. I mean, who knows? But they did, cool, oh, listen, they sold out, and they didn't even release any match yet? They released a few, a few matches. Matches? Like, legit matches? Yeah, just a few. Cool. All right. Uh, we got some upcoming shows. I don't think we have any more results. Do we, Mr. Pac-Man? We do not. Damn. 
All right, so uh, we have upcoming shows. Powell does have one this Friday. Go to their Facebook page for more information on that. Oh. All right, Wrestle League has a double shot this weekend. Uh, Friday night is called Clash of Champions. It's a 7.30 bell time, $25 tickets. You can get tickets in advance at TicketTailor.com. Um, it's at the Raven Room, 4702 North Ravenswood Ave Suite B in Chicago. Uh, no matches were announced for this show, so just go and have a good time. They uh, they got the trivia night thing happening too, don't they? The Russell League? I don't On know. Wednesday. Oh, is that Wednesday? Wednesday? I thought about I thought about going to that, but I got no fucking I got no re- uh, wrestling friend to go to shit like that with. So. Yeah. On Saturday. Yeah. What? I'll be at the show on Saturday. What's he got to do with the trivia on Wednesday? Uh, you know, well, yeah. yeah, yeah. Just, just drink your tea, idiot. Okay. <laughs> Uh, go ahead, Nubby. Uh, ooh, I have to announce that. Good thing. Uh, let me write this one down real quick on ARW before we go to Wrestle League Night 2. Yeah. Where'd that count? I believe that's all that was there. All right, let's go. All right, back to Wrestle League. It has a show Saturday, August 12th, called uh, League Under Siege. It takes place at the Homewood Auditorium, 2010 Chestnut Road in Homewood, Illinois. Tickets are $20 at the door, but $15 in advance. Go to Wrestle League uh, LLC on Facebook for more information on those tickets. Doors open at 6 p.m. Bell time is 7 p.m. Quinn Widdock will be defending his Wrestle League championship against question mark. Don't know who it is. It could be multiple question marks. I believe you. <laughs> I, I believe they're homes. <laughs> All right. Um, triple threat match: Kid Lat versus Motivation Mike versus Travis T. Are you ready for this one? Yes. Joey Avalon. Fucking solid. Good solid fucking booking. Who's the GM of uh, Russell League? I don't think they have a GM. Ooh. It's odd choice. Huh? And a, at least it's a silent GM. Gotcha. Gotcha. Fucking Avalon. That's a, no, that's a good book. And that's, a, that's for the, which which day? It's Saturday. Well, maybe I'll go to Saturdays. Let me drop my pen. Hey, I'll be there Saturday. I don't give a fuck. Okay. I didn't care when you said it five minutes ago. I don't care you said it now. Are you here on Saturday? 
Maybe. Who are you going with? Okay. Just me so far. Oh, so yeah, it'd probably just end up being you. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. Nubby will probably be at A or W? Yeah, yeah. Probably. Most likely. All right. Uh, for the proven title, it'll be the champion, Hot Rod Daddy Andy, against J.R. Lindsay. Formerly known as Russell Alltime and all other names. That guy. We all thought that he settled on a name. Yeah. Brittany K will be taking on. Are you ready for this one, Travis T? I'm just gonna. I'm gonna save you some time, Nubby. I'm ready for all of them. (laughs) (laughs) But go ahead, go ahead. Who's in the match? Sierra. Okay, okay, that makes sense. I get that. I I probably could guess that one. I don't know. I don't hear much of uh, them being a wrestle league though. They just recently been going there. They were doing mostly their. Um, I know CFW, a lot of Wisconsin. I know that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they just did their recent bar show. Mm. Um, I think it was a month ago or so. Okay. They took on they took on Hot Rod Daddy Andy and uh, some guy. I don't remember who the partner was. Who is who's Sierra uh, going up against? Brittany K. Brittany K. I'm wondering if I ever saw her wrestle before. Well. You could always go to Wrestle League LLC and on Facebook and check out the flyer. I guess I could, yeah. And a uh, triple triple yeah. threat match. It'll be Joey Dalton versus the Ewok versus Joseph Von Jagger. Von Dagger. Jagger. Oh, Jagger, that's even worse. Or is it Hagar? I don't know. No, I, I'll say Jagger. Why not? I mean, it could be uh, either one. And I Joseph believe it's... Von, Joseph Von Jaeger? Yeah, that too. Jaeger bomb, maybe? Could be? I don't know. See, I'm never good with names. Or maybe it's just my gimmick. Never seen Brittany K before. Okay. Anyways, go ahead. Uh, I believe that matches for... a the qualifier for number one contender matchups in October. So this is a qualifier to be in a number one contender's match, I believe. Then, for the tag team titles, it is the Bro Bros, the tag team champions, against the debuting of Big Mood, Mateo Valentine and Jack Moody. I mean, Mateo Valentine has been there already, but this be the debuting of Jack Moody and their tag team big move. What a debut. Get a tag team title shot against the Bro Bros. Bro. 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 And that is WrestleMania Double Shot Weekend. <clears throat> With over four years of training and honing her craft in the ring, Brittany K takes on the biggest challenge of her life when she steps into the ring with Sierra, a rising star on the independent wrestling scene. <clears throat> I'm excited. I, I, 
God, I may go for this. Man, $20 tickets, fuck. 15 if you get them in advance. Yeah, sure. I'll send you the link. I got the hookup. Why you just buy me the fucking ticket? Broke person, okay? I'm going to have to get some computer repair guy. Yeah, clearly. Fucking clearly. I can tell by your fucking stupid face. (laughs) <laughs> no, this is a this is a great picture. It's it's the quintessential quintessential me picture. Whatever. Hey, right, ARW. ARW also this Saturday, August twelfth. Survival of the fittest. It's at the American Legion Post, one hundred eighteen ninety nine Central Avenue in Lake Station, Indiana. Thermal mission tickets are $15. Doors open at 6 p.m. Bell time is 7 p.m. We've got Donovan Ruiz going one-on-one against the jerk horse, Wade Evans. Uh, Number one contenders match, VJ Price versus Nick Diamond versus JPH. Versus Danger Mask. Go, go BJ. Uh, in a three-on-three elimination match, Family versus Prospects. J-City, Muggsy James, Mike Morris versus the returning out of retirement. Maybe just for one match, Ivan Manson. He teams up with old-school Manson. Against, or along with, don't know. Steve yeah, Manson what, what, was there. Yeah, he was there. That? I don't know. So now this, who's the third man? And we all know who it is. Do we? Fuck yeah. We know who it is. Give me your top three. Like the clown. Give me, get, shut the fuck up, Pac-Man. No, but give me your top three uh, guesses on who it is. Well, Ron the Lumberjack. Yep, that's one of mine. Charlie Jr. I don't think so. How about Terry? It's got to be a family member. He was never in a family. It doesn't have to be a family member. Could just be an old school guy who wants to teach some new blood some lessons. And wasn't Terry uh, Ivan's last match at ARW? True. Very right? true. Right? So Terry could be a possibility. There's also a wild card, Excalibur, because he was offered a main spot in the family before he left. Ooh, that'd be a solid one. And he Not... wouldn't be Excalibur. He'd be Manson. I haven't heard anything from uh, Jake Andrews in a while, but, I mean, I don't know what's going on with him injury-wise or anything, but maybe if he's healthy enough. Because I don't think he's ever really competed at ARW. Yeah, he is. Has he? Who am I I thinking of, then? I don't know. Hmm. Let's also remember Willie DeBomb Richardson, even though he's with Nick Diamond, he's still a family member, or was a family member. Ooh, man, there's fucking options, I tell you. There could be anybody. 
Even Cheeks Manson can be in it. Now, that would be a solid pick. No one would expect that. And there's no telling who was part of the family before either. So It just sucks I've been trying to get this part two interview done, and I'm going to have to do it on a second retirement. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, let's, uh, let's see. Ripper Matson, maybe? Didn't think of that. Um, it could be, and maybe you're right. Maybe it's someone not in the family. I, I can see. I can see Braun being the the most logical. But if I if I don't if I do a dark horse it, I would probably say fucking Terry. I could see that. Or what if it's one of the prospects? Oh, like a betrayal? Like a Cody on Hardcore Holly betrayal? One of them's got to prove their their stance in the family. Are they willing to turn on family to save the family? I see that. Cool. Uh, what else we got? We also got uh, your favorite person in the whole world. Chavez, he'll be out there to bore us to death with his thoughts about his loss at uh, Bricky Bowl. Oh, wait, he's just coming out to talk? Yep. Not not a match booked, huh? Nothing as of yet. I guess that's what happens when you beat the shit out of the guy who owns the fucking company and also brought you into the fucking world. Cool. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe, uh, maybe he'll do something that will impress me. I don't know. I think I told you, uh, I had, a. Uh, yeah, I, I think I mentioned it, the, uh, the fucking, uh, camera guy at SCW talked to me about Chavez. Yeah, he listens to the show and yeah. knows what you said. Yeah, he still fuck himself, though. Yeah. Just not in the, uh, non-listening way, just, you know, physically, you know, stick the mic up his ass and get more use out of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, ooh, I skipped over this and I'm an ass. Oh, no, I can go, I can go back. No, I can go back to it. Fuck it. Fuck okay, you can, man. You can do whatever you want. This is turtle yeah. turtle indie talk, bro. Uh, yeah. When I talk, it's indie talk. Yeah. There's tits around. The tits. All right. The tits. Tits. Tits and uh, tits. Yeah. Pac-Man indie talk. Tits and tits, bro. <laughs> Hell yeah. <clears throat> and and uh, and then if Travis is talking indie, it's still Just tits. tits. Yeah, two tits. Travesty tits. Travesty tits. Uh, Youth Gone Wild will make their return after being suspended. Um, they will join the rest of the Scumbag Army and officially draft in the Freebirds. Solid. They're still, and they are the Freebirds, the real Freebirds. <clears throat> I, I, I thought we had to move past all that. Or JFW. <laughs> We're just, we do just the fuck freaking we want. I mean, just who's going to, I mean, are, are we going to get sued? Nah, we'll blow it all on Pac-Man. That'll be fine. Yeah, sue Pac-Man. He's got nothing to sue for. Except the Burleson. Hey, no, no. 
Yep, nope, but nope, don't do that. Yeah. You might win because you got the uh, you got the logic. Yeah, you're knowledgeable. Gabagool represent me in any trial I'm yeah. ever in, even if it's for jaywalking. Plus, you you literally have nothing to lose. Yeah, I mean, I have a really. I'm looking at my really cool C red autograph that I got a while back. I love yeah. my grandpa. I mean, what are they gonna do? Take, repossess the basement of your parents' house you live in? No, you'll be fine. Yeah, we all good. Yeah. All right. Um, the scumbag army. I just this is the match that I just added. Uh, Bow and um Max Holiday defend their tag team titles against a new team that I've never seen before called Twist and Flip. Are they fucking big fans of the Boppet? What the fuck is that? Don't know. I just happened to see it. Uh, look at me. Look at me going burying people again. <laughs> How dare you? Uh, no. How dare you not know them? Um, no. For the heavyweight title, it'll be oh, James look at Green. Those smug-looking little bitches. You look like uh, got a fucking like crossbreed of motivational Mike and the uh, the uh, the oily fucking kid at Rock and Fro. Fucking a uh, big head dude. What the fuck is his name? Pretty one. Damien Gray? No, the pretty one. Oh, Ryan Matthews? There we go. Oh, yeah, that's it. Yeah. I don't know why I can remember his fucking name. It's not that important. That's true. <laughs> and it won't be important after I get done with him in September, but that's another story for another time. And you beat him uh, Superstar of the Year at the Nova. I could. Can you Im- imagine, imagine if I won that that thing. One person will be pissed off. Just one person. Just one person. <laughs> Only because his son went, didn't win. But hey, um, so heavyweight title, it'll be James Creed, the champion, versus the human highlight, Isaiah Moore. Almost got you. That shit. Is that what he calls himself? The human highlight. Not the highlight reel. There's only one highlight reel. Only one human highlight reel. And that is the card as of right now. More information, go to uh, ARW Pro on Facebook. Survival of the Fittest. Yeah. Woo! A lot of information and very little at the same time. Yeah, but hey, look at that. We won't, we, 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 the show has only been an hour and six minutes. Crushing it. What do we have time for? Uh, me burying people, I guess. Talk about that for a minute, because that was said to me twice last week. Uh, one, I don't give a fuck about. It was Steve talking about how I buried him, which, which is fine. Steve, um, I, I know this has been talked about numerous times. We've had this personal conversation. The funny thing about Steve is, He'll listen to our show, and he admitted on, you know, the last week's Power Hour, if you listen to a portion of it, but then listen to all of it. So he goes out there and talks about how we're calling them losers and all this other shit, but he didn't even listen to the kind words you eventually were able to say to him at the end of the show, which, hey, that's on him. But he says, like, his biggest thing is, like, oh, you know, Travis is calling me a loser. Travis, he's calling me a loser. He says I'm a loser. See, so right, am I, am I a loser? 
Am I a loser? Dude, yeah, you're a fucking loser. I mean, come on now. I mean, eventually some, everybody in this fucking world is a loser at one point in their life. It is what it is. People lose. Technically, you're a fucking loser. Fucking Nubby, Nubby, you lost that, you lost that fucking title at Rocket Pro before. Yeah, you, you fucking lost. You're a loser then. But you came back, you won the title back. Look at you go. Pac-Man, sure, you live in your parents' fucking basement. Yeah, you have a, you have a weird fucking voice and you're awkward and creepy to look at sometimes and you don't know how to, you don't know how to fucking, you know, do your hair right so you just shave it all away, looking all GI chain and shit like. Yeah, so you're a fucking loser. But look at hey, you now. Hey, watch out. I'll stick, I'll stick Will Smith on here. You be on, you gotta be careful with the G.I.J. joke. Ah, but okay. He's a, he's a fucking loser too. Keep my Pac-Man's name out your fucking mouth. <sighs> fucking do that. That guy slaps fucking Chris Rock. Fucking loser. But then he came back and won a fucking Oscar. Pac-Man, one day you won't be a loser. You know, I don't know when that'll happen, but one day it's gonna fucking happen. They win the Nova. Maybe you see, there you go. Maybe you'll win the fucking Nova. You know, it's like like just because just because I say you're a loser doesn't mean you're a fucking loser for life. Just means you're a loser for that fucking moment. (laughs) But the problem with fucking Steve is, is he'll sit there and say like, "Oh, Travis saying all these shitty things about me. He's calling me a loser." See, Red, stroke my fucking ego. I'm not a loser, right? I'm a good fucking person. People like me. I'm a I'm a badass. And all that other goofy shit that he needs to hear from fucking people to to make himself feel better about himself. And that's fine. Sometimes people need that shit. But he neg- he neglected to mention the part where I said that he was, you know, unfairly, you know, in a match against other fucking people who joined together and beat him down and collectively won the title for Motivational Mike. He ignored all of that. Like, he ignores all of the positive things I said to him because it's easier for him to make me look like the villain to focus on the negative shit I say about him and never the positive things that I fucking say about him, which is fine. Because I know when all of this talk about him, all he's going to come back with, Travis says, I'm a loser again. He said, I'm a loser. See, Red, I'm not a loser, right? We had the same talk last week. I'm not a loser. You know? No, dude, you're not a fucking loser now. You were last week. You were the week before because you fucking lost. I mean, you're a loser for fucking life. I like you, Steve. I say a lot of good things about you, but I also say a lot of negative things about you because there are negative things that need to be said. Just like there's positive things that need to be said. I congratulate you on winning your fucking title. Said you busted your ass for it. You know, I say positive things, but you never mention a positive thing. You go on your show and say that I pretty much buried you, which would have been fine. I probably would have just blew it off. But the fact that I was told that same exact thing days before that, and this is something I'll talk about. I'm not sure if I'm supposed to, but honestly, I don't give a fuck um, because it's not something that I personally take offense to, that I'm not, I'm not, I'm not sitting there trying to legit bury somebody. But when I do commentary for a wrestling show and somebody comes up that I have no idea who they are, I'm going to say in commentary, I have no idea who this guy is. Now, granted, was this phrase mentioned, ah, who cares? A hundred percent yes. Granted, that's what was said. 
But here's the thing about me, and here's the thing about commentary, and this is why I fucking hate commentary. Because people have this perspective that you're supposed to go into commentary, and regardless of how good someone is, or how shitty somebody is, or how irrelevant they fucking are, you're supposed to fucking put them over like they're the greatest fucking thing in the world. And here's the thing. I do to an extent. It doesn't matter if you fuck up in the ring. I won't acknowledge that part of it. I'll acknowledge the good things that fucking happened. There were matches that I did commentary for that were dog shit. But have I ever once said in commentary, well, that match fucking sucked? No. There were matches where I've seen somebody go to kick somebody else, and they missed. What what do you say as a commentator? Well, I don't think they got all of that one. I didn't say, well, they fucking swung and missed on that one. What a whiff. Just a bit outside. No. So when I sat there and I and this guy fucking comes out, and I assumed he was a fucking pow dude because we had other pow fucking guys there. And this dude who apparently has been at the wrestling school and apparently has been training, who I've never had a conversation with before, and if I did, do not fucking remember it, but it doesn't matter. You know, you didn't make an impact with me, but I don't have a great memory anyways. Pat Nubby, you know. How's my memory? It's dog shit. Right? Ask the hot chick. Don't fucking know. So I sit there, and I go through the commentary, and I even said in the commentary that I apologize for not knowing who you are, but I'll do my best to do my research and look on who you are later. I don't know if you guys had a chance to listen to the commentary. If you did, and if you found something about me burying the guy, please let me know. But I said I didn't know who the guy was. The statement was said, well, I guess it doesn't really matter. Fucking went on, started calling the fucking match. I apologized on the fucking thing. Well, I'm sorry that I don't know who you are, but you know what? Hopefully I get to figure out who you are after this. At the end of the fucking match, I even said, even after he fucking lost, I said at the end of the match, I definitely booked this guy again. But somehow, he pulled a Steve on me, heard the one thing he fucking hated, and decided to go into fucking messengers and bitch about me. Fine. But instead of, you know, and it it was said numerous times to him by a lot of other veterans, which I do appreciate you guys, you know, saying something, that he should have came to me first. But he said he didn't know who the commentators were, which is bullshit because there was messages in another chat about the commentators to which you said, Nubby, that I do the commentating at SCW. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he knew I did the commentating. And yet he still goes into a different messenger and says, fuck the commentators. They buried me. I don't know who, and he would have told, well, you got to go introduce them. Well, I don't know who they are. I, You have to know who I am. And if you don't, that's on you. That's your problem. I, this whole fucking wrestling business, regardless of the fact that I've been podcasting about it for six years, regardless of the fact that I went to shows for Elite Pro and LWF and now I'm doing it while I'm podcasting, the behind-the-scenes shit is still new to me. 
I don't like talking to fucking people. I don't like being around fucking people. That's why I podcast behind a microphone. That's why when I go to fucking wrestling shows, I sit in the back or I sit at the end or I sit away from fucking people as much as possible because I just don't like being around crowds. Just not a big fan of people talking to me. I just, it's just who I am. It's nothing against fucking people. It's just I really just don't like having conversations with people that I just don't want to have conversations with at that time. But if you're supposed to come up to me and say, hey, listen, you know, you're commentating. Oh, hey, blah, blah. Then come and say something. But don't go into a fucking messenger and say I'm burying you when all I said was is I didn't know who you were. And then I said I apologize for not knowing who you were. And at the very end of the match, I said I definitely booked this guy again. And all throughout the fucking match, whenever he got a little bit of fucking offenses, I fucking put up the offense like it was fucking great. So I think I did my job as a commentator. Even though I don't like doing it, I think I did a pretty good job of fucking doing it. So, if any of you out there feels like I'm burying you in any way in my commentary, let me know. I will hear you out. And then fucking replace me at commentary. Because I'm going to fucking commentate like Travis T. Will. Or I'll just go be an, I'll just go to be uh go and be a fucking play by play guy. Leave the color commentating to other fucking people. I'll do the play by play shit. I'll talk about the mat, the moves that are happening and never once mention anything about the fucking guys. Even though I think me saying, Oh, I don't know who he is isn't worse than everything else I have said in commentary or even on this podcast ever before. I made fun of Hunter Payne's age numerous times. I've made fun of, I've, I don't know how many fucking tag team partners have I called Janetti in the past. Mm-hmm. You know, I, it's just part of the show. And plus he's a fucking heel. It's not like I'm telling, it's not like I'm saying who the fuck is this baby face? No, he's a heel. Should I care who the fuck he is? No. But I buried him. Apparently I buried him. And I don't know what to fucking say other than I know I didn't. I think you were petty about it. I don't think he'll listen to this because I don't think he'll be around. That's his personal choice, not a personal choice of anyone else. It's his pettiness, uh, with his fucking, you know, three decades of fucking ring veteranship, apparently, and other fucking companies that nobody else fucking heard of. Whatever. <clears throat> Whatever. I just, I, it bugs the fuck out of me. You know, when people want to sit there and say that I'm fucking burying you, and I'm not. I will admit when I make fucking mistakes. I have in the past. And I will continue to do so in the future, because I'm not perfect, and nobody's fucking perfect. And I'm not great at commentary. I just go out there and feel like I'm just basically doing a fucking podcast for four hours. And if if you have a problem with the way I'm doing it, come and message fucking me. Or you know what? Go hold the fucking owner of the company. Say, hey, who does commentary? I need to talk to them about what they said. And fucking message me. Or talk to me at the next fucking show. Because if I'm commentating, I'll probably be there. And come say, hey, I don't like what you said. Cool. Let's fucking talk about it. Do you not like what I said about not knowing you? about who cares who you are, about the greatness of some of your fucking moves, about how I apologize to you for not knowing who you are, 
or the part where I said I'd book you again. Which of these did you not fucking like? And did the, the, the positives really outweigh the fucking, or the negatives outweigh the positives? I don't fucking think so. But, yeah, I was told I'd bear, I, I, I was burying people twice. And uh, if that's what they feel, then hey, that's what they feel. But don't fucking go into a chat room that I'm in, by the way, and talk about me like I'm not fucking there. You are not wrong. It was not handled correctly. No. And for someone who's been in the business for that long, should have known better. And, you know, this goes, like, not just about, you know, going up to somebody and introducing yourself, whatever. If you want something said or put over on commentary, mm-hmm. or if you know there's going to be a spot in a match that you want the commentators to really pay attention to, you can't bury them for not knowing it if you don't tell them. Yeah. Steve went through this before, where he missed something, did not talk about it, but not his fault. It's you got to tell the commentators. Otherwise, they're just going to go off what they see. And when I listen to the specific matchup in this situation, all I heard was Travis T being Travis T. So you listened to it? I listened. Did I bury him? You did it Travis T-wise, as Travis, insert did last I, name, did, did I not. Bury, did I bury his character? You did not bury his character. You did not know him. You put that over. But you also put over his offense. And that's another thing. Shoe-wise, shoe-wise for a minute. For anyone who doesn't want to hear the fucking truth about life and everything, la-la your fucking fingers and ears for the next 45 seconds or whatever. Shoe-wise, okay? I put it over as if I did not, if I, as a general manager of high voltage, I put it over like I was the idiot who didn't do the research. I said, they said, oh, look, it's a folder. I thought it was a power folder and shit. Oh, it's on my office. I'm going to fire my fucking administrator and shit. Who came off worse than that? The guy I didn't know or the general manager who didn't know who he booked? The general manager. Pac-Man, which is worse? Unmute and answer me, motherfucker. My phone is acting up. My phone, like, my battery was about to die. Uh, 30, or what was I going to say? The second thing. With you you. being the general manager, not knowing who's going to book your talent. Thank you. Thank you. I openly admitted in commentary, as the general manager of High Voltage, that I didn't know the guy I was fucking booking. So, I mean, who did I bury worse? Him or me? You buried yourself. And insane. It boggles it's my mind how this guy took it the wrong insane. way. It's fucking how? insane. I, it's fucking insane. I just, and I, I don't, I, I hope to God that there's no backlash on me saying this shit. If it is, then it is what it is. I'm not editing it out. I'm not removing it. I'm not retracting it. The fact is that this dude went into a chat room full of fucking veterans and tried to motherfuck me left and right, hoping for some kind of compassion or agreement from a bunch of veterans who said, this is the wrong fucking way about doing it. Yeah, it was not like people didn't have your back on it. Yeah, yeah, and I do appreciate that. And I, I, I and the fact that it came from the people it did came from meant a lot to me, too. Because to be honest with you, 
being new in this business and everything, I don't think anyone really gives a fuck about me. But the fact that those who did step up did shows that at least they give a little bit about me. Maybe they probably care more about tradition than me. Because I think if it was anyone else, they probably would have done the same fucking thing. But it's just cool to see that that fucking happened. That the community of wrestling isn't as shitty as I thought it was and as fucked up as it is. And, and there it's is, not as tight as people say, but yeah. it's not that shitty either. Come on. Yeah. We we all went to breakfast with people that we like. Yeah. I know. Minus, I know. And, minus Pac-Man, yeah, whatever. Pac-Man. I get it. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I, I'm just, now, Pac-Man, I'm just saying what he would, Dutch baby. I'm just saying what he would say, so I still like you. Don't worry. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. I, I, I think people go th- about things the wrong way. And oh, even if he was, even if he was right, say you did bury him, you, he still did it wrong. He should have never out ousted you in public like that. Yep. It should have went to the owner or to you personally. That way, you could either apologize or explain yourself, or both. Oh, yeah, I wouldn't have apologized. Well, I'm just... I'll be honest with you, even if I did bury that motherfucker, I still wouldn't have apologized. Because I'm going to call like I see it. Like, I just, I can't, I'm sorry, but I can't put over that I know somebody if I don't know somebody. Right, exactly. If you don't know, if you don't have, like, information, you're going to go off what you know. Yeah, and that's I just can, the way yeah. it is. Yeah, and, that, and that's one of the things I do like about commentary is, especially... You know, play by play a little bit, but a little bit of color is I can call exactly what's in front of me. You know, I don't have to worry about, you know, I, I try to incorporate the history about people when I can and shit. Like, oh, you know, this, you know, like James Creed, you know, he is world champion at ARW, blah, blah, you know, like the shit that I do know. You know, oh, fucking Turtle making his debut. I trained with this motherfucker. You know, like things like that I can incorporate in there. But I can't sit there and say, oh, so and so, yeah, I know this guy from. From you know the the company out west, and you know yeah, he's been in the business for twenty years. Because how the fuck would I know that? How's he gonna, what's he gonna do? Walking through, he's like, oh yeah, this dude's gonna tear fucking you know, he's gonna tear his opponent up like I know he can. How do I know that? Right. How it, this isn't WWE where you got yeah. someone in your headset, you yeah. know, telling you what to do. Yeah, this I is just, independent wrestling. You know nothing, and then you know what you know. Yeah, so um, don't take this. If you are listening, don't take this as a burial because I'm doing everything in my power not to mention your fucking name. Um, For the sake of those who don't know, don't need to know. And those who do know, I don't think really takes the time out to listen to my show as much as they should or they don't know how to use podcasts because, come on now, veterans, old people. They don't get Besides, it. If, if the people that are listening that don't know, yeah, um, take this as advice for future reference. You want something put over or you want somebody to know something about you, talk to them yourself. And if they don't know and they say something, that's life. Yeah. But, but talk to them. Best example. This, this lesson in life is very similar to the same thing I told the cameraman about Chavez and ARW. If you want me to talk positively about you, if you want me to talk about you in the way you want to be talked about, fucking earn it. Prove to me, 
prove to me that you are the guy that you want me to talk about like you are that guy. Like there, there are there are guys who I think are really. Ju- How do I fucking say this? There are guys I think are getting ahead of themselves and think that they're getting to a level that they're not quite at. And as a podcaster of pro wrestling, I'm not going to feed into that. When Dizzle J J and I started this all up, we always had to say, we will never bury anybody. That's 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 the seller that we told every fucking company. That will come in, we'll talk about your wrestlers, we'll talk about your company, but we'll never bury anybody. We'll never speak negatively about anybody because we want everyone to get over. But I'm not going to fucking lie. If I had never seen you wrestle before, I'm going to say I've never seen you wrestle before. If I don't know who you are, you're fucking new to me. It's just how it is. And there's still veterans to this day. I still don't know who they are. But that's because between 2009 and 2017, I didn't go to fucking wrestling shows. I didn't know who the fucking damn Coyotes were until I went to Rocket Pro. Because we I've never seen them at any other company I've been to before. Never have. But I assume they've been around for a minute. Joey Avalon, I haven't heard of since fucking, uh, I went to, I think, uh, maybe you. I just I don't I don't know these people, so I'm not I'm not gonna pretend like I fucking do. I'm just not. When I uh when I did Rocket Pro's commentary on Joey Avalon versus Quinn Widdeck, I think I made that I've never seen Joey Avalon wrestle in person before, because I'd rather work off the truth than try to follow up a lie. And that's just that's what I do as commentary. My commentating is my podcasting. This is how I know how to do shit. Like I said. SCW doesn't have a problem with my commentary. They don't. And I get a different commentary partner, it seems like, every couple of months because they get fill-ins. I'm always there, but then I get fill-ins. And I got nothing against the people who I'm commentating with because they're all pretty cool fucking people. And I'm able to adapt and work with them every chance I get. Fucking train record was fun to fucking work with. He has a great personality, and I could work off him, and we could have fun and dick around and do the do our commentary our way. Steve is great at commentary, too, because he has insight on a lot of these guys I've never seen before. And he's good at being a fucking color guy. Great fucking commentary. I have fun with Steve every time we do SCW. And here's the thing. I bet this won't be mentioned on the Power Hour, but me calling him a fucking loser will be. <laughs> um. Yeah, so I, I don't think I have much else to add to that conversation. But, yeah, I just – I don't believe I buried anyone if you guys – uh, did happen to listen to any commentary I've ever done ever, and I buried somebody. Message me, and uh, we can have a discussion about it. Uh, other than that, um, you you want me to talk positive about you? Do positive things. I don't I don't know what to fucking tell you. You wanna you want you want me to know your fucking name? Make me know your fucking name. Give me a reason to know your fucking name. You know, I I, I preached it. Over and over at practices on this show, promos are fucking huge, and there's such a pot. There's such an opportunity to have them in this day and age. Facebook and Instagram and TikTok, and you can put promos about yourself in an upcoming match, fucking anywhere on social media, and get people to know about who the fuck you are. But when you sit there and you put a fucking you know Facebook post out saying, uh, 
seemed like I'm going to be, you know, uh, I'm going to kick ass this weekend. Like, cool. Who are you? Who you're wrestling? Where are you going? It's corny, and I get it, but, like, every promo I hear, you know, this Saturday, April 25th, home in Arboretum, me, blah, blah, blah. We're going at it one-on-one. I get that you're throwing your fucking, you know, dates and time. I get all that shit in there, whatever. But, I mean, beyond that, give me a promo I want to fucking listen to. Not something I want to turn off where I just cringe through. Fucking make a name for yourself. If you have a problem with the way I talk about you here, change that. That's your choice. It's up to you to fucking change that. Or don't give a shit about what I say. Either way, your problem, not mine. <sighs> what else we got in the wrestling business? Uh, what, who's, uh, who's, who's on, who's on uh, the Power Hour this week? I, the referee, uh, right? Uh, referee. He's also got some gimmick. Come on, um, Pac-Man, who is it? Yeah. I'm trying to remember. I'm trying I'm to going, remember who he said it was. I'm going to the Facebook page. I, I know it's the referee from I'm Rocket Pro it. and IPW. Oh, he's a wrestling Disco guy. Ray. Disco yeah, Ray. Disco Ray. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Referee yeah. Braylon, if yeah. you want to go there. All right, cool. And, what a guy. Yeah. yeah. What a guy. And I heard um, he has some kind of relation to a pineapple. He has, he's got some I think he might be his um agent. That's what I heard. Yeah, right, I so that's the same rumor. Alright, so that's on the power hour tomorrow night, Tuesday nights, every Tuesday night. Uh YouTube and Facebook, Power Hour, Steve Aaron, C Red, Cactus Rack or Rachel or Russian Blue. I don't I guess that varies. Is it Rachel on the Power Hour? Yeah. It's by Rachel. So, yeah, so Steve, C-Red, Rachel, uh, Rian, every Tuesday night. Uh, what's going on with fucking LIM, man? I, I, I played the uh, Pac-Man make, uh, ruining friendships, and you said something about talking about it. So what's going on with the uh, lovely Intoxicated podcast? Still no word from Double J. Um, I think we're going to try to have a show this week. I'm... These uh, computer issues that I've encountered coming on today are a bit new, so I'm going to try to get through that, uh, you know, the next day or so. You didn't narrow, uh, you didn't narrow it down. Uh, th- did he show up for SummerSlam, you guys as a LAM watch along? Uh, Double J did not show up. No. God, what did you do to piss that motherfucker off, man? I don't know. I still don't understand. Gabagool's got his theories, but I don't know. Um you know, I don't know if that's necessarily the case, but, you know, I guess we're just going to have to um, go on without them. Um, as long as uh, computer works and everything, uh, we will have a show this week. Um, and I think we're going to talk about just our love of wrestling in general. Uh, we are going to split that episode with the debate between Maximus O'Ryan and J.R. Lindsay. Um, and it's going to be a two-parter. Um, that second part uh, will come out hopefully next week. Chair Lindsay's so going to lose that debate. He, he put the Russell shuffle on the line. I just want to say that. Because there are stakes in this. So, Maximus O'Ryan made J.R. Lindsay put the Russell shuffle on the line. He won't be able to do the Russell shuffle for a month. 
if he loses. And if Maximus Orion loses, he has to say that J.R. Lindsay is the best in Star Wars sucks on the next Sling Blade Twitch stream. Which they used to promote Rocket Pro Wrestling. Cool. But uh, the, the plan this week will be for all of us to talk about our wrestling fandom. I'm going to solve the mystery of whoever the hell stole my pizza at the Summerfest, which I know, W, you were quite upset about as well as I. Who steal another man's pizza? What kind of, pe- what kind of, pizza, what kind of pizza was it? Pepperoni and sausage from Turnabout. It's delicious. Turnabout? There's, there's no pineapple it's, it's a, on it, was it? It's a no pineapple on it. Good man. But yeah, no, it's this place down the street for me. It's really, really, they got really, really good pizza. You got pizza from a place called Turnabout? That's what it's called. Turnabout is fair play when it comes to pizza. Yeah, so I guess it doesn't matter who stole your pizza because you uh, left it there in the open. Well, I, you know, well, a man's got to well, do what a man's got to do. Well, you must have really ruined the friendships if they weren't even going to sit there and watch your pizza for you when you left. I think one of them took it, to be honest. That Tony Gabagool guy, you know, he's Italian. He likes pizza. So I'm kind of suspicious of him. Like, you know, and Tricky Slick Nick, whatever you want to call him these days, you know, there were no Carolina Reapers on that, so I don't know why he would, but, you know, I wouldn't put it past him. Smiley, he's he's just, you know, he put it away in his stomach, but could have been simp. I think, you know what? I think it was simp. He hacked reality because the world's a simulation or something. I don't know. I'm just rambling. I don't know what was in that tea. But um could have been him. He could have hacked the simulation and deleted the pizza and threw it in the recycle bin. Could have, could have, that could Maybe have he's pulling the string. It is 2023. Anything is possible. It is. It is. Uh, yeah, that, that you just destroyed all these friendships. So I mean, I fell asleep very hungry from that that SummerSlam party, and that's why I was able to keep up with Max Holiday on on Sunday with the Dutch baby. And after that, have not eat a twenty ounce T bone. So that's the thing. Whoever stole it really denied me a powerful meal, but at the same time, I guess there's a bit of a silver lining. Love the Tatsuya podcast on YouTube, Facebook. Check them out. Search them. Uh, Train Wreckers, uh, also a podcast. They deal more with power entertainment than anything. Check them out. Uh, my uh, commentary partner, Train Wrecker. Hillbilly Wrecker podcast. God damn it. Jimmy uh, Blaze was on the recent episode, so go check that was out. Was he? Yeah. They, they also made they made, made an announcement or two about Russell Rage. Hmm. That's probably why we didn't get the results. They don't want us fucking doing their shit anymore. I'll still promote them since they do work for SCW. Maybe, maybe we, just won't, we won't tell the people what happened. That's all. We'll let them do it. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, what we got next week? Uh, results for these shows, and then I believe there is another pile show next week. Um, some other another way on. Another one? They got shows up the wazoo this month. Fuck. They got a show Friday at Lakesmore, then next Saturday, 
Uh, where are they at? Oh, um, when or next? Yeah, next Saturday in Winthrop. Something. When whatever up there, no, up north, way up there. Uh, when's the next uh, Destination Six uh, show? That will be next weekend as well, so we'll do that. Oh, so you got that for us. We 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 gonna mention it? I was about to, and I'm glad you brought it up before I did. I was trying to remember if it was that weekend or the following weekend. But yeah, so, that's, weekend. so Paul and Destination Six next weekend. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Nah. You want to do fantasy booking next week, or do we have time to do it today? No, nah, we don't got to do it today. It's fine. We'll keep it at an hour 40. We do got to figure that out, though. We do. Okay. So, yeah. with that said, though, I got a few minutes. So, I know last, uh, we, we turned out to talk SCW too much, you know, except on live stream and the week before. But yeah. I didn't get the chance to see the show because I wasn't there. But I did watch the main event. And then I, I re-listened to the live stream to listen to Aaron. Yeah. And there were some points made, but I'm also going to have to almost side with Terry at the same time. About what? So, okay, referees, yeah, probably shouldn't put their hands on a wrestler unless they are physically provoked. But... Yep. In this case, I feel like Terry was right in bringing Aaron back to the ring. But I do question Terry, though, because if I were to do that, am I going to get in trouble? If Flattop were to do that, or Tommy were to do that, are they going to get in trouble? Is Terry Allen the exception because he's the president? That's that. That's that power struggles, bro. When it comes to him hitting one of the uh, other guys, what's their? They're the what group are they? I know they're dysfunction, but what collectively are they? Sabotage. Sabotage. Yeah. But well, when he knocked down a member of dysfunction, it, it could be iffy. An iffy situation, yeah, he should have thrown them out if they were going to be a problem, which I think Terry, who's supposed to be a smart man, should have just done it anyway. But at the same time, he kind of lets his ego take over, and he let everything happen in front of him, and he, he did hit somebody off the apron. I mean, granted, once you're on the apron, I think it's fair game either way. So if Terry knocking him down was wrong. I don't. I don't think he should be. I don't want to be right because you got up on the apron. You should not be up there. Managers or anybody in the corners, if you are not in the match, don't get on the apron. Otherwise, shit is going to happen. Just don't do it. So I, I will side with Terry on that. Yeah, no, um, I don't think you're wrong. Yeah. Now, when it comes to Terry as a referee, now, see, he critiques me because he's president and he can do that. That's fine. But as a head official of SCW, I think I should be allowed to critique Terry. 
for his officiating. Mm-hmm. He did not. There were a couple times where he did not count by the shoulders. Are we that lazy that we can't make it to the shoulders, Terry? <laughs> God, you're lucky he didn't listen to this show. Well, someone will tell him. But if you're going to critique me about, you know, seeing or not seeing a, a briefcase in the middle of the ring, maybe you should be counting the shoulders and not the feet. And for his for uh, his comments, Aaron, you can kiss my ass. I still didn't forget your comment. You know what I'm talking about. Not like you listen to the show, but still. I mean, he listens for me. He only he listens is. to the live, live stream because he gets to talk on it. Hell yeah, he gets to talk on it. He's the SCW champion. He likes to hear himself Fuck talk, yeah. too. Fuck yeah. Him and Angel. Sometimes, uh, you know, listening to Angel is like uh, nails on a chalkboard, buddy. Mm, I think you meant uh, harps. No, definitely nails on a chalkboard. Nobody has ever been named most proper. Oh, Angel. Anywho. <sighs> Anything else you want to add, Nubby? No, I think I'm good. Pac-Man, you got anything? I got a whole lot of nothing. Guys, make sure you follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, just by searching Just Freak Wrestling or JMW Podcast. And you can find our shows when they are released on all your streaming platforms. Just search Just Freak Wrestling or the JFW Podcast. Make sure you subscribe. And if the platform you go to gives a rating or review, give us a five-star review. Throw some ratings and shit, man. Come on now. Help us out. <sighs> That's all I got. I believe we can... Ring the bell on this episode. Perfect. As always, I am Travesty. And I am Nubby, the Amazing Turtle, Halabunga. And I am Pac-Man, the podcast, Papa the Dutch, baby, champion. Shut up, Santino. And thank you for listening to another episode of Just Regressing, the JFW Podcast.